again, Michael's not a massive cricket dude, so if I sound like an idiot, it's, I'm, I'm just trying to explain to Michael. Welcome to Sporting Woods, episode four. Australia, not going so well. We're here to talk about it today. Here with Alex and Luke, Michael on the producing, wiki wiki. Um, so uh, three-day test, that's the biggest one for me is that it's taken three days. Why did it go for three days? Was that because of the uh, was it the bowling? Was it the batting was poor? Was it the deck? You know, because it was quite a green deck. Did that have an impact? But I think the answer to, the, to all of those questions is James Anderson decided to play and bowl well. And I figured that was the difference, at least in that first day. Steve Finn backed him up nicely, but I think it was Anderson that um, was the difference maker in that first innings anyway. Anderson, you know, I think I was probably, we were maybe just a little bit too young to see the best of the Pakistanis and obviously too young to see the best of the West Indies. But in my my, memory and experience, James Anderson is easily... The best exponent of swing bowling. He's the at, most exciting. At the moment, yeah, absolutely. But, but for the last decade, man, oh, like, if you're honest, yeah, exactly. it's 2015. From sure. 2005, he's been. That's it. Was the Akram best. for me will always be, but that's cheating. But, I, but, I, but I, get, I didn't see enough. Probably, yeah, I've seen, I've but seen, I've seen a bit, and, and it's oh, you're just looking like. <laughs> but it's like, but it's like one. You go watch Amazing Adelaide, and you get maybe a fifteenth of the true expertise that Warren showed that day. Yeah. Like, just from seeing the highlights of his wickets, you're not truly understanding yeah, how much how he dominated those, all those batsmen. Yeah. Every single one of them. Like, yeah, the Strauss wicket was bullcrap, but he still dominated every single one of those batsmen mentally. And that's that's why, like, yeah, you can watch Wazi Akram's highlights, but I never got a chance to see Wazi Akram bowl spells. And yeah, that's okay. when you can really get right. a, a, like, gauge um, yeah, they're like how dominant they are over this yeah. batsman. and. James Anderson, you're watching, like, if he didn't go off with that side strain, and I mean, that's what we got to talk about too with Anderson. He won't be in the rest that's of this huge. series. Oh, is it the rest of the series? I thought I it was just d- the last game. No, the second game. Like the second last uh, game. Well, side strains, man, usually take one. four to five weeks. Shit. And there's no real way you can, it's pretty hard to, to pain like kill. Yeah, to kill, like, to kill the pain. So, I don't know, it'd be a big call, but. It's huge. Before it's he was massive. that, he would have had. You know, Neville being back into the team. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. But I, you know, Australia could have easily lost. Mm. On day two. Oh, it could have been over in two days if Anderson didn't go off at that side strain. I, I was watching. I watched that whole night. And the, the balls before he actually went off were just incredible. Mm. The way that he can pick and choose how much he wants to swing it and have it swing two feet, mm. it's incredible. He oh, goes against his own um, – like everyone has an action that has a conventional swing type. I'm an in-swinger. I have friends who are out-swingers just because they're action. Mm. I don't – you know, it's it's ridiculous to think you can change your action. You know, and that's what he does, and he keeps it controlled. He keeps it at pace, and he keeps it 
you know, no matter what team you're going for, you always admire oh, skill. You've got to applaud that. fun form. Yeah. And no matter what it is, it's always got to be a So, point. again, I still stick with everything I've said about Anderson, though. Of he's course. A sook. Yeah. He's, <laughs> like, he's still a sook. Yeah, he but when like, he's yeah, got yeah, a bit yeah, of, when he's got a bit of mongrel in him that day, he can, he can, re- he, oh. skill-wise, he's still the best well, they finally swing went, bowler well, let's I've stop seen. Turning the, we'll stop t- churning up roads. And we'll get this going. And I think a lot of it's got. See, to I liked the pitch. I think I to it was me, good. no, when I think you, it was a good pitch. Yeah. I think that he gave it the Aussies enough. It was just we didn't capitalize like they did. Yeah, what you were just saying. I think history of cricket shows, man, that it's way you're taking way more of a punt if you win the toss to bowl first. Oh, I mean, I agree. there's countless examples of you know you go, oh, it's a bit overcast, it's a bit green, which you sort sort of expect the green pit, the greenness of the pitch. You sort of expect from most wickets, but I mean. I was just watching an example of the 2000, um, what was it, 2003 Ashes when they came over and Nasser Hussain put us in. We made like 400 on day one. Yeah, Hayden and Langer that. had us, you know, 120 uh, for none at the first session. They were good days. So, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, that's it's Gabba, man. That's a notoriously green wicket. Mm. And so, I mean, I understand oh. what you're saying. Like, in hindsight, it's always easy to go, oh, whatever. But I think the blame should not go on. Clark's decision to bat first, which is a positive step, what you should do if you win yeah. a toss. I think the point I want to make is in every single one of these tests, it's been the batting team that's had the T20 limited overs mentality is going to lose. You know, you're playing test cricket. It's like a combat fighter going out and just going, you know, let's just throw haymakers. haymakers. Let's just throw haymakers. Well, that's a quick way to get knocked the fuck out, you know, and... That's, you've seen the best innings in this series. The Steve Smith, Ian Bell proved in the last test. He's still got, you know, he is in grossly, he is in gross form. Mm. He is disgustingly out of form. And he showed so much character to contribute to his team in that last test. That's what we need from Clarkey. That's what we need to see it from Mitchell Marsh. We need to see it, we need to see it from David Warner. As much as that, you know, that 70 was such an awesome innings. Yep. To me, that was the most disappointing innings of the lot. Because, I mean, he was in. He'd scored, what, 75 of our 100 runs? He was in. And he threw it away. He got absolutely conned. Mm. It was a dumb, dumb wicket. Anderson was bowling. I'm pretty sure it was Anderson. He set up a 7-2 field, obviously going, hey, Dave, try and hit me. Try and hit me on the leg side. And he's bowling some ripping out swingers to the left-hander. That You're just sitting there going, man, it's a dumb shot for a, what, two? Just stay in, mate. And he tried to flip a silly shot, top edge, caught. And you just see Anderson's face just like, you're stupid. No. And it was. And, and, and Warner, for all his skill, he is. We need some smarts. We need to realize, let the game come to me. Like a combat fighter. You can't go out there throwing haymakers. You've got to stick and move, throw the jab. That's what our batsmen need to do. And it's what every team that's won the game in this series so far, England first, us in the second, that's what they've done to win. With the bowling, it needs to be pitched up. Again, that's what Anderson and Finn did well, especially Finn being, what, seven foot seven? The guy's so tall that if he pitches in a good length, it's still got a chance to be up around your throat. Mm. That's how tall he is. I thought, I thought Steve, uh, Finn, Steve Finn? Yeah. Yeah, excellent Finn, man. He was, he was a find. And for someone who had such a, um, uh, stigma attached to him in that, you know, like he had that rule change. The rule yeah. of the game was changed because he used to run through and, and tap the bales. When he hit that's the bales a, off, but that's it's a, it's just one thing. But they changed it to say yeah, a no ball because of it. What he no, well the thing is, is that has now changed the way he bowls, which meant that he went out of the game for a couple of years trying to get back what he had, yeah. and then he comes out, uh, you know, like out of the blue, like what the day before, they're like, oh, and Finney's playing, yeah. and what? Oh, shit. 
that's okay, folks. It's an empty glass. Um, <laughs> he uh, and, and bowled like that. You know, took a five for was he five, five wickets or six wickets? Five I wickets think in the he second got a, innings. Like he I was think just. He got a five. But it's more than just the wickets. It's the way he bowled. It's that's the way you bowl in England. I don't know why. Yeah, how we lose. How we how we lose that composure and understanding so easily. As soon as you bowl short in these, no, in the second test, those wickets that we got hmm. through short bowling, they're the exception. They're not the rule. They're not, they're not how you bowl in England. You pitch it up, you hope for swing, and you hope for seam movement. That's what England did in the third test. If, I mean, look, it's been a test where momentum literally means absolutely nothing in yeah, this series. Until it comes Australia can come back in this fourth season and wrap it up into three days as well, and we could be heading to, to the to Oval the with one of the best... You know, oh, this has test, been one of the best. It's one of the best, te- best test yeah. series we've had, especially in England, in a very long time. As far as contests go, I mean, yeah. we've had two or three. Well, they always talk about how great that 2005 serial. Yeah, it was pretty good, but look, it was it was pretty good. It was I, from a, I would have been. But to uh, me, good cricket one. is when you've got both teams playing at their best. You know, to me, 2005. We yeah, we were nowhere near our we best. Just, we had it was like, hey, Warney, can you try and win a series for us on on your own? Yeah. Because that's pretty much... Like, like, Ponting had a couple of good series, but Gilchrist made no runs. Hayden made no runs except for the oval test where he was pretty ordinary as well. Mm. It was a... it was a, As an Australian, I remember watching it being like, this is shit. Our players are playing terribly. Yeah, that wasn't a good time. So, but... Well, they came through. But they if this back, series goes works. to a game... For, uh, you know, goes to the fifth test, then pff, it's going to be an awesome series. I think that it's got more to do with our... Well, it's it's got a lot to do with both. The batting... Our batsmen need to leave the ball. That's what they've got to do, leave the ball. Well, when the ball, I think, you know, you saw like Phil Neville when he got clipped off off stump, got knocked out of the, out of yeah. the peg. That was just a gorgeous ball. Yeah. Like the amount of That's times it was like, they just, I think the bowling was just so much better. It was like watching back in 05 when the ball, when Jimmy was getting it to swing like, like a banana and they just, and they looked helpless. Yeah. They right. looked like they were standing there trying to like get forward. And then when they get forward and then they're making silly shots, I Marsh like, went flicking outside I'd off like stump. I'd like to know that. Like, you know, there's, they, they do have, I think it's just, they, you're right. They've got to leave the ball, but when the ball's doing what it was doing. Yeah. 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 And, but that's, but then, so to me then I want to know what's their mindset when they're walking out there. Is it, I'm going to play my natural game or be. is it? And that's why I don't technically agree with See the ball with how ball. with how exaggerated Steve Smith's um, movements are, his trigger movements. But I respect the way that I believe he's doing that to try and find where his off stump is. Which is, mm. as your batsman, that's you know in the first ten, fifteen, twenty balls of your innings, that's what you got to do: yeah. find out what the ball's doing, know, find what your off stump, yeah. and find the balls that you can leave and the balls that you need to play. To me, it doesn't look like they're trying to do that. You know, Adam Voger, sure, that was a good ball. I'm mm. not going to say that it was a sh- It was like that Adam Lyth one from the second test. Like, it's hard to – he got drawn into a good ball. But mm. still, it seemed to me that his intentions were, oh, yeah, bat off ball. i got to get bat on ball, you know. I just want to feel the bat on the ball. That's not confidence. That won't build confidence. If I'm a bowler and I see a batsman trying to hit balls that he shouldn't, whether he, whether he hits – yeah, yeah whether he hits it or not, if he's playing away from his body, even if he hits me for four – if he's so playing a shot away from my body, yeah, I'm feeling good as a bowler. That's what batsmen need to realize. The stronger you look and the more secure you look in your technique, mm. mentally you're going to beat the bowler. And that's that's what batsmen need to do. And none of our batsmen do that. They can be on 70 and still play a, a wild, like woolly uh, play and miss. Mm. And you're sitting there going, God, you don't you don't look in form and you're on 70 or something. You know, it's yeah. crazy. Well, it's funny considering that Steve Smith does such a good job in the second test. For to come back in the Phew. third, for me, it, it, and I know it's not making excuses. I just think that, that Anderson and Finn bowled so well, yeah. and then backed up by 
yeah. Bondi. Um, broad, 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 broad. Of course, Broad. Broad just backed up broad beautifully. Back. He was he was the yeah. heart, and yeah. you could tell yeah. he has been. And Joe Root didn't have to go out there and be like the. It just it felt as if other parts of the team yeah. were stepping up and yeah. allowing it instead of every time being like Smith. Why aren't you making run? They're like, what? You, how can you didn't carry the team this time? It should be someone else stepping up. Well, that's so right. you're giving what you let like, Phil Neville and, and Stark enjoy the you know the third day. Go Phil out there Neville, and go on, mate. Yeah. He made more runs. That was he, awesome. That was a really good. That innings. was great innings. You know, yeah. for someone to have come out in the second in the second. Uh, yeah. you know, straight test and do that. It showed me again, like again, I'm not about to, as he said last time, you know, wrap him up just yet. Yeah. But the signs are good. It yeah. was it, he looked good, and you know, considering the circumstances, he gave us half a hope. Expect you absolutely. Know, chance, he, you know, we could have gone out there and done him over, but I mean, it just didn't go that way. To me, he, he showed he showed character, like we mm-hmm. talk about that. He showed the character to stand up in that situation. What you know. Three or four of our other batsmen couldn't do. He came in and and stood up yeah. to the situation and, and said, start. "All right, what I need to do is stay in for my team, try and just get as many runs as we can." Well, yeah, from and, f- and 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 um, he the- got he got fifty nine off one hundred and forty seven. Yeah. So he got out there and he stayed in there, and of course, you know, Mitchell Stark got fifty eight off one hundred and eight. So they did what they could, that, even the you know incredible. the blokes that's after a, that. That's a good innings, but they yeah, it's fantastic for Starkey. Like you know, it 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 just showed that the batting depth is getting lower, you know, into the bowls as well as it is. But that's only because in the previous years when, when they weren't, you know, they were falling like a pancake if, if Clark didn't score the runs that he had to, our bowlers had to be able to hit the ball. They had to, you know, Mitchell Johnson had to be able to bat yeah. because there was no one else to do it. So, that, yeah. you know, what it means now is, you know, Hazel got 11, Lyon got 12, not out. Like they're, like yeah, they're not getting like twos and it's off like yeah, but 20 not, balls, but you don't, 16 balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not... It is it good when you were game. No, but obviously. it's not. But, but it's not. You, you don't want your number eleven out there being I like, "I got to work on my batting because our number five can't make runs." Well, I agree with that too. But, but at yeah. the same time, you've got to have that contingency, and that's what we've got now. We haven't yeah, got. Yeah. You know, I mean, Glenn McGrath wouldn't you know, wouldn't make it probably today because he had a th- an average of three. See, I disagree there. He'd have to work on that. No, nah, no, nah, I don't I think he. I disagree one hundred percent. If you, I, okay. I mean, you could have my number eleven could literally go in and bat right-handed one innings and bat left-handed. If he's taken 500 test wickets, he's in my team. Yeah, right. Because you don't have a number 11 in there to bat. Well, oh, look, I, I think Glenn McGrath's probably an exception, but I don't think you're going to get another Glenn McGrath. You know, it's good that Australia has, their bowlers have a batting ability now because you have a, a kind of contingency plan if your batting fails. And I'm saying that, yeah, but you're getting, you're setting a dangerous precedent there because mm. you're sort of, a, a good team is filled with guys who understand their role. If you're saying to your number 10, hey, man, can you just go work on your batting because, you know, our number four is disgustingly out of form. That's a team that's filled with insecurity and is not going to be successful. I understand your point. No, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's awesome that we've got skilled athletes that can do both, the both. But I would never tell uh, Mitchell Stark, like, hey, man, you know, take the day off um, your bowling practice to work on Well, it'd be interesting batting, to see right? what they then do because you don't get 58 off 103, 108 oh, man, got, off, you know, you don't get 100, do that doesn't he? Yeah. Starks. You don't, oh, he's got a 90. No, he's got a 90, 90, 90, yeah, yeah, 99, 99 was it? I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. He's got something that. pretty awesome. Yeah. They, they can all bat, and that's cool. But I think we've missed. Um, They're just the point better. of what we were talking about, yeah, the point of what we were talking about with Phil Neville is, yeah, he's he proved that with the bat, but again, sort of coming into my point, Great, he's there as a keeper, and in that first that fir- uh, his first test, I thought, um, you know, seven. This is a hard thing, yeah. Seven catches, awesome, but oh, seven nicks. You know, like yeah. as a keeper, you should be taking a catch. If you're dropping any of those catches that he took in this in yeah, those oh, well, in those seven, then you drop him. 
you know, and I saw him and he was kind of lucky that it was off the pad, but he did drop a relatively easy regulation one in that debut. That's mm. why I'm kind of like, eh, he's a keeper. Mm. His keeping isn't the best in Australia. There's no doubt that he's not the best keeper in Australia. There's probably a couple more. His okay. batting, his batting, like, don't get, he showed character. Mm. His batting is compact. Like you said, I agree with that word fluid. He looked, mm. his shots, they're well balanced. He gets through the shot nice and well, but I feel like that's not his primary role in the team. All right, so then that's easy for him. He just works on, on his, his keeping. On his absolutely, keeping. absolutely. But in saying that, and this is why I disagree, I agreed with, and I want to get to another point, but I want to bring it up now. But I agree with Ponning, all the guys that said, how is Brad Haddon not coming back into this team? Yeah, I, I agreed that. with that. I, saw that. I agreed with that entirely. Because what what are you going to do now? What, Neville's now our keeper? You can't drop him after two tests. And like, hmm. it's we're stuck in a weird position now. Yeah. Matty Hayden talked about, mate, I, you know, Tubby Taylor was injured at times. When I came in and filled in, I wasn't in there going, oh, I'm now the opener. I'm sitting there going, I've got a chance to show what I can do. But when Tubby comes back, He's in the team. He's back into the team. That, you want to yeah. earn your spot. You Look, don't want to feel like it's there from a, a, a mm. external situation. It's hard. And I and I said in the last podcast that I thought that Haddon would come back. So, you know, it's it was a, it was so almost too. a shock that he, yeah. he he did not play. I don't understand I the logic it's, behind it's, it. It's tough because I thought, yeah, because he, was, he wasn't <laughs> injured. But, no. you know, he was taking time to do something. So the fact that they haven't, to me, either speaks of a couple of things. Either maybe things aren't quite as good on the Haddon family front as we probably know. Maybe mm. that's the reason why they've taken another game. He's just not ready to come back. You know, they, they're not mm. about to talk about that because he doesn't talk about that. We don't know anything and about he, his, I, ba- his family. I respect and, that oh, about don't get me wrong. Yeah. So do I. Absolutely. There's no, I have nothing wrong with that. Using his daughter's thing to Hell get yeah. opinions. But it's also media. works. It's a double-edged sword in that we don't know why he didn't True. get picked in True. the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could, you know, he could have said, you know what, guys, and I'm I, not ready. You're right, you're right. Never. Who knows? I don't know. No, you're I'm right. just saying it could be the case because I would have expected him to come back in. Mm-hmm. So if he doesn't come back this time. But that's like they were talking about they didn't have him back in based on performances and that hadn't. Rod Marsh came out and said that. You know, Haddon's, it was, it was, he was on nearly on the outer anyway. And you're like, well, mm. well then what why the did hell? You pick him? Well, yeah, it was just such a weird, it's just been really weird. And I don't, I don't understand. Because Haddon, Haddon, obviously, I've, you know. I don't think, I don't think Phil Neville is on the keeping front. His batting's up to snuff. Mm. But I think on the keeping front, Has I mean, if got- you have a regulation catch go down at keeper, that's in cricket a sin. That's what like keeping is like, you shouldn't make mistakes like if there's a tough catch Fair then yeah, yeah we'll, we'll understand credit, but, but if you drop a sitter oh no you 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 shouldn't be in the team that's no. not test standard keeping you know gilly had to work on his keeping yeah. a lot and i think that would be what neville has to do but i don't think he should be i think it should be Haddon back and look you know my opinions just, on Haddon like yeah, i don't think too. i don't think Haddon to put it this yeah. way about my opinions on phil neville i don't think Haddon would have been able to do what phil neville did no i don't think even though he has proven that he can sort of get us out of trouble, he wouldn't have done it that way. No, and no. I admire the way Phil Neville did it better yeah, than the Haddon because it's more of a percentage. You know, yes. he's more likely to do that consistently than Haddon is. Yeah, or at least it's a, it's less risk. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I, I'm again, that situation, I'm, I, it doesn't sit well with me. No, I know because I'm, I'm sort of like, it's like almost like a Watson situation and that like Haddon... He's, uh, just, he's just, but it's, just but it's different go, now. Just, it's different now. Watson was dropped. Yeah, Haddon wasn't dropped. No, I get That's that too. Different. I get and, that too. And this is what's annoying about um, some of these cricket writers and the, the former cricketers and the these experts, and they come out like, we're not experts. We just no. love cricket. These are the wankers, these cricket writers. They're not experts either. And they come out, you know, all these people that have got other podcasts too that we've listened to, they come out and they, they say stuff and they act like they're experts. 
Like they know what they're talking about. Hey, we just we just like cricket. Yeah. What I do know though is if you're going to drop a guy and put another guy in the team, um, you can't expect to have that guy dropped after two tests. And that's what Stuart McGill, the, the absolute sook and the biggest whinger. Stuart McGill is the equivalent of that guy when you rock up to an 18th and everyone rocks up with a carton or whatever they've got. Stuart McGill will be that guy that rocks up in a sports coat and a bottle of wine. Oh, and, you know, like oh. a bottle of red wine, like, yes, hello, how are you? I'm intellectual, but really I'm a, I'm a dumbass. You know, that's Stuart McGill to me. Like, he's oh, suing, he sued Australian cricket. Why did he do that? I didn't know Over that. injury stuff. I mean, I just don't like Stuart McGill. I never have. And he's come out and saying, oh, Mitchell Marsh has proved he's not up to it. He fucking played two tests. He had, you know, one failure and you come out and you say that. It shows how much he knows about cricket. Yeah, all right. I, I just think he's a dumbass. And I think you read most of those books and most people are like, yeah, he could, he could really bowl a leg spinner. But he was a shit cricketer. You know, he really was. Yeah, I suppose. That's what I reckon anyway. I just I look I look again, no expert, but Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I always like McGill, I like seeing him and Morty Bowl and at the you know. Oh amazing times. leg spinner. That was fantastic. Amazing leg spinner. And I guess I you know, I, I try to separate them as best you can between the person and and the sport. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But now he's not a now he's not now a sportsman. sportsman, now he's just oh, a don't dude. get me wrong, I think there's so, plenty of people out there that, that shoot and say things yeah. you know, that you're like McGill is he's taken two hundred wickets and he's being hired to give his opinion. Yeah. He needs to if we uh, you know, making sure we're fair and just and, you know, not putting people down for the sake of it, then a guy with his experience in the sport and actually yeah. knowing should what it's know, like to be know. put down, yeah, mm. should know what it feels like. It's Make a bit it of a Don Bradman mentality, like, well, I had to put up with it, so you should too. Yeah. You know, that's why a lot of people didn't like Bradman. Great cricketer, mm. wanker off the field. Because uh, he great bloke wanker on the piss. Yeah, because because it was it was he he was the one that he he added much to do with World Series cricket as Ian oh, Chapel yeah. as yeah, as Kerry Packer as that, Tony Gregg. purely as Tony Gregg because he was the the establishment they were fighting. Yeah, he was the one that was keeping he was treating the Australian cricket uh, the Australian cricket's money as his own, yeah. and it was because he didn't get paid when he played, so he thought, well, I'm not going to get it, I'm not going to give it to these guys either. You got to learn, and that's what it was, and just an absolute wanker. And that's, you've know, you got to remember what... You can't forget the bad stuff with, to, that goes along with the good stuff. You want to leave a mark. You want to make progress. You want to help mm. and not go, oh, well, I had to put up with this, so you put up with it too. That's not progression. That's not how you progress. Yeah, that's not how you get look, better. I think at the end of the day, it's a different time. You can get oh, yeah, that sort of yeah. stuff. But you, no, to well, be now honest, it's kind of like a Wild West. Yeah. Now it's you've got these... You've got these competitions around the world. You've, you've got, got both, IPL. You've got you these, know the contracts that are going. You can't play in certain contracts. Look, it's sort of in the game you've around. Got, you've got India, Australia, and England are the big three. Okay, they're the big three teams, and basically they're just the, they're the monsters. They're the Coles and Woolworths, and then everyone else tries to compete with them, and that to a point. And the BCCI. Well, yes and no. So you're like. It's the mutual back scratching. Yeah. Like, so it's like Pakistan well, look, look at look at the India and to, West Indies tour. India, the West Indies pulled out of that tour because the players, there was, they weren't getting paid by their board. There's been a lot of stuff like that. So the players weren't going to play, which mm. means the series didn't go, which means India lost a shitload of money. The Indian uh, administration and shit. They lost a lot of money, so they weren't happy. They're suing West Indies cricket. What my point was is there's all these 2020 leagues around the world now that are offering awesome money because they can sell it to a market like a different quick. market that wants, you know, like young, like kids and whatever. Yeah. So all these players, rather than growing up going, I want to play test cricket for the West Indies, they're going, holy shit, I can earn amazing amounts of money by going doing this. So that's where test cricket is suffering. And West Indies test cricket is really, really suffering. Mm -hmm. And you're going to see a lot of other ones because they're, 
they've got such talented players, but they're definitely more that skill than character. You know, they're guys that would suit limited overs more than, you know, like a Kyron Pollard. You're not really going to see him graft out a hundred in a yeah. test innings. Dwayne you're going to see him smack. Yeah, Dwayne. You're going to see him smack it out of the ground. Chris Gale, which is, is your yeah, Chris example. Chris Gale, which is cool. He's excellent. But I'd also loved the the great West Indies teams of the past could do both. You know, they and that's what I'm saying with Australia. It's you can't hit every ball for a boundary, mate. That's not what I want to see either. I want to see you be able to play cricket, leave a good ball, and then smack the bad ball. That that. So back to the original so point. It's a wild west. It is. Moment. It's a wild west, and that's where you've got like that ICL, which already got defunct because w- within two years everyone was like, "Yeah, that's rigged," mm-hmm. and that's where you're seeing like Chris Cairns, all this crazy shit where bad people are able to go and do their bad so, things. Yeah, that's when they do the whole, you know, a noble. So not only is it wrecking cricket, the- but it's sort of wrecking the integrity of cricket too. So that's where all this growth and development in cricket is great to a degree because it's spreading the game, and like we talked about, it's getting different people to watch. But we've also got to keep an eye on it and the growth and the progression. We got to, we've yeah, got to make sure to that who's who's doing it, who's involved in it, and yeah, who's making a buck. You could say the same <laughs> thing about World Series cricket. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's it, World Series cricket. But that that was necessary, and I think at this stage, I think a growth in, and I think the best part about where we're at, at the moment is having overseas players play in. You know, I love seeing Brendan McCullum play for the Brisbane Heat, Daniel Vittori, any of the you know Malinga playing the in the a big bash. But as well, I still want to see Malinga come over and play the Sri Lankan Test Series. I don't want it to be at the expense of what's really got us all here, which is the, the game, Test cricket and that. Well, in, the, in that case, they've got to put more of a focus money-wise. That's on, right, on absolutely. Because at the end of the day, cash is king. That's right. And, and they've that's got to, But they've also then got to be smarter about the way they set up games. Yeah. I'm sick of turning on a Wednesday and seeing in New Zealand four people watching because they got a test starting on a Wednesday. Let's be a little well, bit smart. That, you know, at the moment we're seeing the next be, game starts on Thursday. Th- it yeah. should be a Thursday. That's right. It's, it starts on a Thursday, then a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and if it goes to the Monday, I mean, the way five days. Well, that's right. And the way that Test cricket goes too, it's probably going to mostly going to finish on the first morning of a Monday too. Yeah. So you can figure out ways where we can try and get people back to Test cricket. I think a better way would be open up the frigging gates to Sheffield Shield games. Mm-hmm. To me, that's that's the prize that we're not looking at Sheffield Shield is literally one step below test cricket I remember I went to a Sheffield Shield game and I watched the day before a test cricket game that had packed out I think it was a boxing day test packed out fucking 90,000 people going to see test match cricket the next week I went and watched a Shield game at the Gabba and there was lucky to be 500 people there and you're like it's the same game Mm. it's literally one level down I was watching Chris Rogers play yeah okay and there's 500 people watching when, like, two weeks before or whatever, there's yeah, 90,000 people watching. And you're just like, how, that's, how is that physically possible? And yeah. you're just like, it's because people don't really know. And firstly, they think the quality is so much less. less. I went that day and watched Chris Lynn hit, like, 200 in a day. We, as Queensland that day made 450 runs in a day. Beautiful. It was sick. It was one of the most entertaining things. And I was just sitting there like, how are people not here? They, they you know, because – and then I went to the Big Bash game the, the week later – it was shit ass. I think Ting got all out for eight. Brisbane Heat got all out for eighty or something. And you're yeah. like, that's not, that's not fucking cricket, man. That's not what I'm there to watch. So I think when people realise, oh, I love Test cricket, I love this. Uh, the Big Bash is pretty shit. So you want us? Su- so what you're saying is you want us to support lo- the local. Team. Not so much local because Just- it's Queensland, New South Wales. These guys are the guys that are getting put into the Australian team. Hmm. Like, yeah, you watch like a Jackson Bird or a guy who's on the brink of making the Australian team. 
literally playing. It's not like you're going and watching like old Marco from down the pub. These are professionals. Yeah. And they're playing in front of 500 people on a Tuesday or something. You know? and you're just like, this is insane. Yeah. It's so strange. It is like the World Series days. We've got to find a way to get... But so we what- seem to have the interest in the game itself. That's the point of the 90,000. There's interest in the game, hmm. but it's just that we don't seem to rec- realize. It's like we, no one was told that it was on the next week as well. Yeah, people seem to have a bit of a, an attention span for cricket. Yeah, it's, you know, it's one of those things is that people can get around it, you know, and then but they there's a lot of people like, and we're done. You know, but like, it's a lack. Next. I think it's a it's not a lack of understanding in the game. It's a lack of understanding in why they love the game. Like <laughs> they watch the Ashes, and they love that. But it's like I always think about it as in name me a fifth day of a test ga- a test match that's been boring. You know, you can't remember. But there's guys they try and block the whole time. Mostly on a fifth day, a team's trying to survive the innings hmm. or survive that day. So they're not looking to hit every shot for four, but it's never boring. Cricket is more about – when, when cricket is boring is when the intent of someone is to not achieve anything. Do you know, like whether that's survival or putting that person under the pump. You've got to be looking to achieve something. That's when you're in, you've got me engaged. If you're trying to survive and everyone else is trying to get you, I'm engaged. Okay. You're not being negative. You know what I mean? It's 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 still attacking because I'm saving the fucking game. We talked about who dares wins bloke, Mike Whitney. Mike Whitney. That's what I mean. Like a legend. Defense is exciting. People need to know that if you've got a 150k ball coming at your head, you've got to survive that. That's exciting. Yeah. I think I said I said it ages ago about. Um, my favorite thing about cricket, or at least my favorite part of cricket between the batting, the bowling, and the fielding is the fielding. I love fielding. Oh, fuck yeah. But for me, and, and cricket in general, I think the excitement for me is is that most of the time, any ball that gets bowled, the opportunity, for, there's an infinite opportunity as to what could happen. Yeah. There's, you know, anything could happen. You could have that ball go for a six. It could yeah. go for a wicket. It could be it could a no ball. You. It, it could come at you. It could come at you. It depends on, on where that ball's being put. And then as soon as that sort of thing starts happening, um, you know, most of the time it is a dot ball. You know, most of the time there something doesn't happen. But every now and then the something could. Yeah, it's the opportunity. Every ball, it could be a hat trick and then the yeah. game's back on. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. Like it just, just yeah. that. And that for me is always the best bit about cricket is that it's explosive. Yeah. And it's just pretty much these days everyone should be able to field. Where, where it's the modern era, everyone is as good as anyone else in fielding, or at least they should be. So things like people like um, – the best example is on the first over of the, the last game, uh, Stuart Broad threw down the stumps and just got David Warner. He was just safe uh, by, by a couple of inches. But it was like the fourth ball of the, of the innings, and he's thrown the stumps down and he's nailed it. And it just brings such an excitement. It lifts the team that even if you didn't get him, you're on your way. So the fielding-wise, yeah, like Australia are very good at it. But at the same time, we got baseball coaches in there telling them how to throw. But if you go to the game beforehand, they're all, they put stumps up and they just peg the ball at the stumps constantly. So these days, everyone is good at, at it. People learning how to do like the, the thing where you slide you know, to grab the ball. That was Australia started doing that. So we'd slide in, you'd grab the ball, 
And throw it back. Oh, There'll be a lot of West Indies supporters West... that are upset that you said Australia started that. Because okay. oh, <laughs> they, well, it's hard to say who who started laughing, who started. You know, you said yeah. Richie started celebrating. I'm sure before that there was some there cat people, that okay. went, yeah. yeah, you know. But but you know what I mean. There's people who get claimed. All right, well they but, did that, but then they did <laughs> Richie other. Richie like, oh, yeah. hey, that's a good idea. Yeah. I might, I might give a high five. No, he, when he's, uh, but they do like things now where like they'll slide in to get it and then they won't be anywhere near the ball and someone else will come and pick it up to try and make it look like, you know, that there's not a run there when there is. So there are little things they can do, but it, to be perfectly honest with you, I, I, yeah. South Africa of the nineties, man. South Africa of the nineties were pretty badass. There was a guy by the name of, look him up, John T. Rhodes. Oh, John T. John T. Rhodes was the best fieldsman I ever saw. Well, actually, no, cause I'm going to be. I try and sound not biased when I say that, but really, my favorite cricket all time, Tricky Ponting. So he he's to me he, he's the best abilities. fielder. He's the best fielder I've ever seen. His fingers, his hands, that catch. His, I mean, oh, that you can you can go on there and watch an hour of straight Ricky Ponting runouts. That's pretty incredible. The thing about cricket is, again, Michael's not a massive cricket dude. So if I sound like an idiot, it's I'm I'm just trying to explain to Michael. So in the in the game of cricket, there's like a specific area of the ground where mostly the ball goes. That's where you have slips, where if you're going to edge it, that's where the ball goes. If you're going to block a shot, the ball's going to go there. So most positions, uh, fielding positions, attacking fielding positions, point, cover, because you're trying to protect the drive, you know, that cover drive. So you always have, like historically, especially in limited overs cricket, you've had the best fielders in those positions, and when Australia had, in those positions, they had Ricky Ponning, Andrew Simons, and Michael Clark. When they had those three covering that cover um, section of the field, and you had, they put Clarky at point because he's a left-hander. You could throw it to either end easily. And you had Simon. Actually, what did they have? No, at that time, Ponning was in second slip. Either yeah. way, it was still badass. There's someone else in there, if I can't remember. And I'm sure there's a hell of like Herschel Gibbs as well as another South African who's an amazing fielder. Um, pretty like Doney is a, a pardon me, not Doney. Uh, Cole is a pretty Coley. good fielder. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of more recent. Probably the ones. best. I mean, India aren't known for their field. They never really have been known for their ground fielding. They're they're known for their batting mm. long innings. Um, I know it's more a like baseball thing than Love cricket. So there's not a lot of like. Team working as fielding or like no, there is. Or, That's or, or, what or, I wanted to try and get that across. There is man because you watch. Uh, what I love about cricket is when the bowl is running into bowl, you watch the field they come in. Yeah, man. It's it's like a. a That's sp- what I'm after. Yeah. Are there any sick calls where the captain like two overs ahead, being like, "Oi, go stand over there," and then they go stand over there, and the ball's just like, dude, "Oh, that's dude, absolutely the job. all the time." That's, that's what the captain's the job. Well, that's what I'm after. What oh. teams were the best at like smelling the air? And okay, like, oh, we're doing well, this now. Australia, like the that's, whole team's when like, you're talking about a captain, mm-hmm. like Australia's. That's what Australia's usually been pretty, pretty good on at. point. Being it's it's the it. same way you might have a fast bowler like Mitchell Johnson. He'll be coming in and he'll go, all right, Clark, like Clark will come and he'll go. I want two men back in the deep to cover the hook. So that implies to the batsman, oh fuck, I'm about to take a short. I'm ta- someone's coming at my head here because he's got someone out there. So the only shot's going to be, you know, that. So by putting two men out there, you're basically saying to the batsman, "This next one's Guess coming at your coming. fucking head." <laughs> do you know what's? But next? you know what you could do? You slip one full, put a Yorker in, and bluff him. So that's where you, you what you're talking about is you can use the field to, yeah, yeah, you and be. you can that's use exactly, the you yeah. can use the field to to get in the the batsman's head as well. It's like what we're, and that's why you can't take sledging out because that's a part of it too. If, if a, if a new batsman comes in and I've got a spinner who's really on top, 
man, I'm going to have a silly point. I'm going to have a leg slip. I'm going to have everyone around the bat. And I don't want them sitting there, like, abusing the bloke, but they're certainly sitting there like, geez, I can smell a catch here. You know, that's that's not sledging. That's gamesmanship. So, anyway, back to the Ashes. Look, what I wanted to talk about, uh, we talked about the Mitch Marsh, Stuart McGill. He's Stuart McGill's a dickhead. Um, bowling, big factor, like, length. I mean, our, that's where our bowlers went bad. Hazelwood, he's been, I, I to me, he's a... And I, I'm glad to see that he's he was well when I saw it when I saw the graphic he was the leading wicket taker in the series because mm. I've be, I expected a bit from him he's to me a, the template of an Australian fast bowler tall yep. hits a length and does a bit with it he's that's why people compare him to Glenn McGrath we haven't had that and that's what we want that's why I like to look at Jackson mm. Bird too but he's not doesn't get the bounce doesn't get the there's Very something about Hazelwood that gets bounced to me as the most dangerous. That's why Finn, and I don't care if he knocked the fucking stumps down every ball, if he was able to put one at a drivable length and get it to bounce off your bat handle, yeah, I'm going to have him in my team. So that's England. England did it. That was really good work from them to select stroke. him. Yeah, was that a was a great stroke. call. It was a great shot. Um, but yeah, I wanted to... Selection. Uh, then the main thing I think, and we did touch on this last week as well, is what the effect of getting a captain of the other team out of form. Which you know, which I, I said oh. last podcast, you know, it's a big, it's a big thing for Clark to have a good third test because if he keeps being out of form, it's going to start to affect the whole team. Now he didn't have a good test, but what I really respect about him, and you know, I've said my issues with Clarky, but he's a great leader because, like I said, he did the the, the M M&M. and M. He come out and said in the press conference, you know, how how are you going? How's the? What do you think of the team? He's said it's pretty hard for Australia to win when it's 10 versus 11. And what he meant by that is I'm pretty much not a factor in this. Uh, yeah, so he put himself down so badly that they were never going to be like, oh, are you affecting the team? Because he's basically gone, of course I'm affecting the team. I'm playing like shit. And that's what is that's character. You know, that's that's well, character. It's, it's the captain accepting responsibility. Oh, man, and, it's, and I love and everyone, it. And instead of people going, boo, get rid of Clarkie, we all sat around and went, Good on him, mate. Yeah. Good on you, but I mean, like, you should have had some help from you, you know, from well, your yeah, seconds. From that's your, right. From but he's got players. it. But he's but he took the brunt but, of it. But he's got it. That's what he had to. But because he, he's played shit. No, but I'm no. not going to sit here and make a joke like, oh, no, three is the number ashes number <laughs> runs at Michael Clark's average and there's ashes like that wanker on that other podcast said. What did he say? I'd say to Clarky, shout out to all our fellow cricket podcasts out there. Yeah, the yeah. yeah, yeah. You yeah. suck. Yeah, we'll take his <laughs> any day. Look at this. We got I'll balls. Sport my wood all over your face. Um, <laughs> so, <clears throat> so I would say that I mean uh, Ian Bell, like, and this oh, is the thing about cricket. It's, I've, I've lectured everyone so much about how it's not just skill; it's character. Ian Bell has been disgustingly out of form, mm. and he came and showed his character in that last test. He and did, yeah. Michael Clark has every ability to do that in the next test, and I fucking hope he does. If It'd I was be nice to see, he needs to Absolutely. go into the nets and have Mitchell Johnson bowling at him and saying, "Mitch, slip me one under me ribs every whatever you think. Just keep giving me those because that's the ball that's got him spooked. That's mm. the ball that's got him out of form." It's, well, that, that's that doubt in the I back of his mind. It's that it one was, under his ribs in his armpit. It was sad to watch, and I'm sure I've spoken to you about it. I'm sure everyone else can compare it. But I mean, he got bowled by a full ball. If you're getting bowled by full ball balls, quite like he did, then you can't help but think about punter towards the end when Jack Carlos knocked him over, and he yeah. he like literally yeah, knocked I don't him think over. He's there I, have, I think he's on. The problem is, is that he's, he's sort of there. He's just got to He's just got to dip it. But when that sort of thing starts happening, you sort of look and you go, "You are getting a bit long on the tooth, mate." 
and that and, and just it's at the so same easy. time, it's, I think that's easy to say, dude. No, I don't. Well, no, it is obviously, but I think that if he what what signs are there of him getting long in the tooth? Well, he's getting bowled by a full ball, you know, which is starting. Can to... Can I give it. you an example? And I know, like again, this might be an exception, not the rule, but. Michael Husty pretty much was making his debut when Clark, like what, at the age of what Clark's in now. Yeah. And no, before, and, and he, but a year and before, but a year before that, yeah. And a year before that though, Husty was so out of form in his, in Western Australia and was sitting there going, oh man, maybe it's fucking time for me to call it a day. Cricket is a weird game. It's not like other games. You don't have fullbacks in a rugby game kicking it off the side of his boot every kick. It's just, it's different. You can be literally out of form for months. Yeah, no, and, and, and then and Clark's been through that. Like, like, like Ian Bell, like, think, that's the character thing that comes yeah, back in. I think though, the, the, this time, that. I think this time around though, and I, I've I've read it, which is nice, but in the past he's done that. He had the twenty nine, two thousand and nine level where it was purple patch. He went bare for a while, and I think that there was a lot, um, and he came back from that, and I think that was great. But since then, a lot of medical issues. A lot of back problems. That's I know he's already had them, but over time, they just your body just can't take it. So I think this time around, this will, if he does come back from this time, it'll be the last time. Yeah, but you can't give the cat like you can't have a go at him for taking a couple tests off or, oh, or, no, or for his. No, no, I know you're not. I'm just saying like people have been like, oh, he's taking tests off. You know, maybe you should retire and that. Well, okay, he took tests off because he knew within himself that he couldn't be up to his level yeah. of performance, so he had to take it off. But now, if he's sitting there saying, no, no, my back's fine, I can do this. Then, like, we got to trust him because that's what he oh, said I last do. time. Absolutely. I'm so not saying I, get rid of it. I, I, I think he's he's the guy that's. I don't know, but he's take he's taken responsibility for his form. Hmm. I mean, lesser batsmen, i.e., Ian Bell, have been able to come back from worse spots of form. Bell's has been worse than Clark has with a lot. Like, I think it's the notion of Australian cricket media, i.e., Stuart Clark. Uh, pardon me, Stuart McGill. Um, no, not Stewie Clark. No, I don't love Stuart, Stuart Clark. Yeah, yeah, but Stuart McGill. Shout out to about Clarkie, mate. You want to like show in and going and 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 so easily just shooting from the hip. We see it in Australian media so much. Shoot from the hip, just accuse, accuse, accuse. Think of have no perspective about the sport or any knowledge of. Oh, everyone can have a bad game, you know, like or just nothing like that. It's, it's a job, man. You can't fucking expect a guy to perform in his job every single day. If you're sitting there going, "Hey, mate, if you don't perform today, you might get fired." Like, I don't think yeah. you know. Maybe some uh, professions you have that, but in most, you don't have that every day. So, I yeah. think we've got to bring that in consideration. You guys tell me that every day I record yeah. this podcast. Yeah, but this is the last this time the we'll last actually time do this. You. If you stuff this up, <laughs> this will be the last. But I, yeah, I just hanging I, by a thread. I really hate journalists. I hope I can get that clear. <laughs> Whatever we're doing here is, to me, not journalism. So because oh god, no, I don't. I don't have to I'm not a, a fucking expert. I just really like cricket. Opinion Rebecca a- Wilson, you're not an expert at anything. You're a fucking loser. Oh, oh, and it's not because you're a woman. It's because you're a dickhead. <laughs> just had to get that off my chest. Anyway, is she a past girlfriend or <laughs> fuck no man? <laughs> no, no, she's the one that called, has called me racist like four times this week, and I'm like, why? I I'm, I didn't do anything. Who I haven't even I've never even what, been to what? an AFL game. This? Oh, she, I've been called racist so many times this week. Why? Uh, because uh, other white people have been doing Adam Goods on the internet, or yeah, she's oh, in right. an article said all oh, white Australians are racist, and uh-huh. all white people think they're better than black people. Direct quote. Well, that's middle class. Racist. Middle class Australians think they're better than black that's people. That's racist towards us. Well, that's what I thought, but that's racist for me to say because I'm not a minority, so well, I can't that. say that Look, I've got at racist. At the end of the day, 
it's it racism is is an underlying thing that comes from where you what you what you listen to what you hear the rhetoric from around you. I don't know we're off off topic, Michael. He's giving me the fuck. So no, I just it's an easy point. It's yeah. an easy point. I've been called racist four times this week, ridiculous. and I've never been to an AFL game. What I'm saying, she called me in her article. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. In her article, she said, all white Australian. That's what. I, that's my point. If you're going to complain about prejudice, uh, racism, things like that, you've got to understand that that's spawn from generalizing. Yeah. <laughs> all prejudice is spawned from generalizing. So the way to cure racism is not by saying, and all white Australians are racist. Mm. That's actually counterproductive to your argument, darling. Mm. So I would say that people should not shoot from the hip so much. They should think a little more, use their little brains, and realize that by having a go at people, you do sort of divide divide and make that gap a little bit bigger. Mm. That would be my whole thing. Okay. Haven't said a word about Adam Goods because I'm not going to judge a guy who's in the middle of a fucking collision sport. I'm not going to judge him. His emotions should be on the tip of the surface. I'm not going to judge his actions when he's in the middle of a collision sport. Judge. You know what I mean? So the Australian cricket media. <laughs> <laughs> so bringing it back so, to cricket, um, I really think his front elbow needs to get a little higher. Get that yeah. up and uh, yeah, pitch it up. Just remember to pitch it up. Well, it's an that's international so podcast. That's like so people good. aren't. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Shout hey, out no, to my boys know, in the, San Jose. Yeah, San Jose. Listening in. Talking, what's the, what's the guy in. listens in? Um, oh, the guy in oh. Paris. Who's our dude? Where's our boy? I'm really, he's got. I don't want to mispronounce his name. Yeah. Go on, give us. <laughs> I'm give just going to check. I'm going to have a look because I'm getting good at these names. Let's have a look. Yeah, I was making Test. a point about Clark. I Ooh, think I sorry. made my point about Clark. Leave him the fuck alone. <laughs> I don't like the guy either. He's done such a job for us. Why would, after like three bad tests, why would we go, let's get rid of him? It's just, it's knee-jerk reactions. It's, my life's boring. I want to talk about something that's not my shitty life, and I want to have a go at someone. Yeah. You, Vijit. Vijit Baraha. Yeah, Vijit Baraha. We're on to you. You the man. Listening in. Good job, mate. We're, we're sticking up. I see you enjoy a good podcast. All so, right. So, uh, you know, I think we've, listening. I think we've talked the next text out. We know what. Oh, look, the next test, I'd like to do little predictions because my little brother, bless him, he's like, he's like, oh, and stop doing the predictions. Like, why? I was like, well, you predicted that, and he meant you, and I predicted that uh, Steve Smith would hit, you know, go and hit a big uh, you know, big score, and he went and did that. Then you went and said that England were going to come back and step up and blah, 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 and then that happened. So yeah, don't do it. predictions have been I was like, sick. I can't help it if my predictions are on point, my yeah. friend. This is just the way it is, yeah. even if it's but, bad, but, bad news um, for me. So, okay, I would say in this one, that Trent the, Bridge, but the requirement is yeah. When Trent Bridge is known for the same sort of stuff as Edgbaston, well, Stephen Finn it has yeah, good, has good, good figures, figures there. out there. And so does Jimmy Anderson. But he has Anderson's not bet. playing, bro. Well, that's we've a got huge to remember. Hit. Yeah, that's so a who do they bring thing. in? Oh, look, they could bring in because I don't know. Uh, if, I think they're going to take Wood. I think I don't they know have if he, to. Is he right? Because wasn't he injured? That's the reason why. It was no, ankle. I think he got. Yeah, it was ankle. Oh, did he? I thought he was. I thought he just got benched for Finn. I believe it was like a. Oh, okay. We've just been cautious, so maybe he's right to come back. But that okay. Chris Wokes, I think oh, Tremlett, man. man. I remember, I oh, think yeah, size, bro. I like their size. Tremmy, Tremmy knew how to bowl. Well, they're um, just, they're but I don't. I think the thing is, you're not going to find someone who's as fired up or as in form as Anderson, and that's a huge step for him. Yeah, that could be. It's a game changer. It's a Glenn McGrath rolling his ankle. It's it completely shifts. Simon that. Jones doing his knee in 2003. Exactly in, at the Gabba. That was bad, and that mm. really was. Everyone oh. forgets that series, eh? That four-one. Yeah, that like, was a great we, series. We pumped him, but. Yeah. 
again, that series, I think, was to uh, for us like the um, that 2009 Ashes series in Australia where they smashed us. You know, yeah, when they, at the fun. Gabba where it was like they were one for 500 or yeah. something. <laughs> That's what – because our, our inexperienced guys that went on to be – sorry. Their inexperienced guys in 2003 that have gone on to be champions – you know, the Harmisons. Harmison was shit out in that series. Yes, it, that was. was the one where he's like stuttering. He did the Harmy. He couldn't bolt. No, no, that was 2006. Yeah. That, and the, no, but that was, was really only. 2006 or 2007? Well, same one. 2006. Yeah, 2006. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That, yeah, that was, yeah, that was that. But 2003, man, that was when he like, he couldn't run up. Like every, he, it was like four or that five times awesome. in the one over. He was like stutter stepping in his run up. And like couldn't wouldn't deliver the ball. They had to take him oh, off. Yeah, right. He said he was homesick. It was that kind of stuff. So, I mean, these dudes all have form being pretty soft. So, but again, I haven't played Test cricket. You got to be pretty hard. Yeah. So it's good to see. And this is what I say for Australia: is this is all a learning curve. We need to win in England. You're well, learning how. You're learning how to win. Yeah. You've lost the first one, embarrassed. You came back in the second test and yeah. did it. You've lost again in the third, embarrassed. You can come back in the fourth and do it. We need to pitch the ball up. We need to make the, their bowlers bowl to us. Mm-hmm. And basically with those two things, we should get results. Mm-hmm. We really should. We should. And it would be nice to see one just for the contents, context, contest. There you go. I got that. Yeah, I was there. like context, <laughs> contextualized. Contest. I think it'd be great. Yeah. But, you know, and you, know, you want to see Australia do well. And at the end of the day... It'll be interesting to see how the difference with Anderson off makes them, you know, the English bowling uh, attack look up. I think it will it, be. It will be. I think Broad just wants Broad's it. He's got so a, hungry for but it. Broad doesn't do. Broad's more of a. Broad would have been a good bowler in Australia. Mm. Like Anderson's never really been able to do no, in Australia what do he's wonders. done in England. No. Broad's got a different. Broad's got more of a hit the deck kind of style, which yes. makes him less of a. Like he's still a threat. Don't get me wrong, but he's mm. less of a threat in England. Yeah, as I think, I think he's more of a threat in Australia. Yeah, to me, he's their best bowler well, yeah. when they come to Australia, whereas mm. Anderson's easily their best bowler in England. When he's on his so, point, yeah. So to me, Broad's performance in this test will be an indicator of um, the English bowling attack's performance. He's got mm. to lead them from the front in this test. But for Australia, I expect a lot from Hazelwood. Stark, to me, this is the thing about Stark. He's quick. He can bowl that in-swing into the right-hander so well, mm. but... You know, for Stuart McGill wants to question whether Mitch Marsh is a test cricketer, and I know this might sound crazy to people, but I question Mitch Stark's ability as a test cricketer. I don't know, man. Those first... I know. Oh, man, he's batting. Again, but he's not there for his batting. I'm talking about his bowling and his... To me, he needs to take a wicket in the first his first five overs Hmm. because he rarely takes wickets in those middle overs because if the ball's not swinging, he bowls half-trackers that he doesn't get that much bounce because he, mm. he doesn't have much of a high jump in his release. The ball doesn't get as much bounce as even like a Johnson, he doesn't get as much just lift. And I don't know. He's not a, he's not a stock bowler. He's an our express bowler. Yeah. So that means then Hazelwood needs to needs fit to, that stock yes, bowler exactly. role. That's why he is so important in this mm. in this test. Well, that was why Rhino is yeah, such, like such stock is, no, to the team. I, I'm not trying to get rid of stock. What I'm saying is, we need to identify the role. Yeah, of he course. He is, he is, and that's where Johnson then, his role starts to become murky. Because you're like, well, isn't he our strike bowler? Isn't he the... So that's hey, where you I, need I an even... i tell you what, I would rather have two M16s. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but that's when you go, okay, so we need another stock bowler, Mitchell Marsh. That's why yeah. Mitchell Marsh is more beneficial Mitchell, than Watson. So you can bowl four. But that's where... Mitch, what's the hell is Stuart McGill talking about? Mitchell Marsh is bowling. He didn't bowl that well last test, but 
No one did. But he, yeah, exactly. It was. It's like saying Peter Neville got seven wickets. And yeah, it's pretty good, easy to look good in a game where your team wins by 450 runs. In saying that, it's pretty easy to look average when your team loses in three days. Yes. You've got to have everything in perspective. Yeah, and that's a huge step even for that three-day test. I think Mitch Marsh... Is... I expect, so what I want to see in this test is Clarkey build an innings. I want to see yeah. him build an innings. I want to see him chance. avoid those balls under his left armpit. I want to see him then play the pull shot confident, confidently. And I want to see him block out the bad ball and leave the good ball. And like uh, what I really liked when Clark said all that stuff too was the way that the media then tried to put put it on Voges because they knew Clark was just going to cop it. And they were like, well, Voges must win it. And Clark just went, I believe that four is an important position. So if I lead the way, Voges will follow me. So he completely took all the responsibility off Voges. So now Voges can go into that test. You know, he knows in the back of his mind. Of course he does. But yeah, my, no, no my position isn't safe, but he also knows I've got fucking, like, my captain is, has, has given has got, my backing. Yeah, that's right. I've got that's, my backing of the Yeah, cap. that's right. And, and so, because they he's were a terrific, him, he's a terrific leader. I they were it. giving them a lot of shit. Uh, they're giving Clarkie a bit of shit about his about his captaincy. The Poms on the radio. Yeah, that's that's. I know, well, and of course, and I was, that's and hindsight I was like, that's chat. That's such crap. But no, it's no, 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 no. This chat. is during the match. This is during the match. They were saying that he was looking. He was in the slips, just telling his balls. And this is, of course, English. You know, and they're like shisha cats by this point. Yeah. But um, you know, saying like, oh, he's oh, look at him. He's he's just telling the balls. He's not trying to help. I don't think he's engaging. Da da da. Which. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's, yeah, I'm exactly. not, you know, I'm not, I'm not taken by it, but at the same time, I his hand it. gestures, they're just not quite, yeah. uh, he's just Sorry. not, uh, oh, I'm English and I've, I've just got to, uh, uh excuse Sorry, me. Sorry, uh, English uh, fans. Uh, 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 excuse me, just, excuse me. Shut up. <laughs> just shut up. I like your cricketers, <laughs> but just shut up. I don't really care. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, well, what I would like to see would be Australia come back and step up and do and do what, you know, get back into this game, this, this series. Uh, if they can't, then then England have done a very good job at home. Um, considering the first and second game, I thought the third one was the defining. If they can keep on with that level of intensity, it'd be very difficult to beat. But mm-hmm. if Australia can bring it back, the same intensity of the second game, then the fourth one should be a blockbuster. Oh, yeah. It should be an okay. excellent game. And I, think I hope we bat first. We're at a point in the series where character has kind of gone out the window. Everyone's displayed a bit of character now. Yeah. Now it's down to skill and yeah. it's down to how long got. can you keep it? How long can you keep your will there? Because exactly. that's, that's when cricket gets great. It's yeah. like a game seven in a basketball series. You know, it's, that's, you, it's don't get, all you don't get as, it in footy. It's the grand final at this stage. Yeah, the like, grand final as well. I don't know. It's not the same to me. Well, they have first to. other teams. There's not like, oh, this guy again. And I don't know. No, no, no. Well, this is their grand final. You know, if you lose this game, you lose. Oh, yeah. It's this, all that's, over. Like, that's another thing. Do you realize that? So if Australia lose this game, the series is over. We've already, yes. Yeah, so the well, dead this is game four, though. Game so five best of dead five, five, but they're up 2 one, Which so was the best where we won 5 nil. Because we already knew after the third. We already knew. So as an Australian, we're pretty confident that we got this one in the bag. Not this one, the last no, one. No, God, no, the last, the last one. one. The last when one, we won 5-0. Five five what he's talking about. Yeah, but this one... No, I mean, two like, down. so this one coming up because it's like, oh, we have to win or else we, like, lose. Well, we completely. lose, so it has to be 2 all. That's a classic Australian underdog. Oh, uh, yeah, but that's... Cricket's a, different. These, and these, this Australian team has not proven to me that they've got the toughness. They've got flash. They've got skill. They got entertainment qualities, they it, but they the don't second. have grit. They don't have, well, they haven't, they might, but they haven't proven it to me yet. I want to see grit in this test. I want to mm. see. I, look, fucking I, I, I'm going to give them some credit though. I thought that they, 
they batted not look. The batting wasn't great. I think the bowling, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I think the bowling was just excellent. I think Jim, Jimmy Anderson would have knocked over anybody. He would have taken Sachin yeah. in his day. Like I think it just it, it would have uh, had a go. I I do. I think that a lot that of it had to do innings, with the bowling. That second innings, Warner, bro. I, I, that oh, was the second innings. To me, that's the first up innings there. set it up. He got five wickets in that first innings. It set the game up. He had, yeah, he had yeah. five for it. It was like six, seven yeah, down. Like yeah, the, yeah. like it oh, set up the game. Absolutely. And I think without right. it, it so I, I you know I refuse to because I think he just bowled that well. Yeah. And the bowling pressure was that good. It was yeah. exactly what we did to them in the first one, in the second one. Yeah. When we were bowling. It just it was just perfect. They bowled yeah. really well, and I just I had to applaud fine form. So then we've got, was, to, we just so got to be we've able got to go in there. We got to find out off stump, and we got to leave the balls we don't need to play. Yep, because that's yeah. how we're going. So that's what I'd say to our batsmen. That's what we need to do. I want to see yep. a good a good built innings, even if it's a fifty from fucking Clark, Voges, and Marsh. Our middle yep. order needs, needs to, to yeah, and, it up. And, they need a wood up. Yeah, that's that's what I say. And it's I guess that kind of falls in line with how much pressure our top order puts on them. I'd say our batting group in general needs to watch some old videos of test cricket. It needs to, you know, just remember. play test cricket. Remember, remember. Yeah, yeah no, so good it. call. Cricket. All right, guys. Uh, before we go, and bring up one last thing. Um, appreciate I'll, I'll do it so Luke doesn't have to talk about himself. But Luke's, oh, yeah. um, Luke's drawings over uh, the last, would you say, month? Stop it. The last, oh, no, last week, sorry. The last week of Reddit, sorry. Six days. Oh, no, six, two seven weeks, days. Two weeks. And Luke's, yeah, yeah. Luke's drawings. Go. I'm not sure if you said Goldie 223. 224. Goldie 224 is Luke. Yeah. And he's been releasing some uh, some drawings on Reddit. If you haven't gone on Reddit, check him out. Um, so he's going to be releasing some. He's been posting them on the cricket subreddit. Yes, he's been yeah. posting them on the cricket yeah. subreddit. Uh, so if you're if you're looking to check him out. Um, head out on so you can there. have a look at them and then um i'm I'm still doing so if if reddit is listening and there's like 20 requests at the moment of to what they want and i've done a couple so we'll put one maybe even two up there just to sort of show you what i've what i'm doing at the moment yep. but i will finish all the requests because i've gone in all the requests and this is what my favorite part about this entire op- you know, thing has been first of all shout out to the guy that first drew that picture which brought this on in the first place that was sick oh you know props to him the coolest bit has been because Reddit, the community has got all, you know, all works of life, all different race nations and whatnot. There's been people, instead of just getting Aussies telling me what to draw from an Australian perspective, you know, I've got like, can I have the Afridi star pose? It's like, yeah. that is a sick, like, yeah. that's awesome. Well, you know, like, yeah. can I get Sangakara when he, when he gets down in the first one. one? That was my favorite one. It's, it, it's my favorite one too. Drive. Yeah. It's, it's just. Big, why is it my oh, favorite one? Because it's, it's just a perfect beautiful. cover drive. It's what I talked about in the other beautiful. week where I sounded like a wanker. Well, it goes where down all the way to the green. I was, you know, the, point, the reason why you move your feet is so your head's over it. The reason why you have your head over it is so your, your weight's transferring through it. Look at a photo, Look at Luke's picture of Sangakara's cover drive. Hmm. That's the perfect example of it's it. Just so his good. body is completely like lent on that front leg, which means all his weight is pushing through oh, the ball, which means force. he doesn't have to try and hit it hard. Yep. He's just got to try and time it. Damien Martin, like the, the yeah. Anyway, you yeah. keep going. So that, so yeah, that's been really cool. Is that I've had you know, interesting people asking me interesting requests. They're so it's, awesome, so there's a couple, and I've I've taken you know pictures down for all of the requests. So you know, in a couple of weeks' time, when I've got some time, I'll go back and I'll finish yeah. them up. So the but, point um, is, if you've yeah. got any requests, I'll keep um, them comment keep comment them on this podcast as well on SoundCloud yep. or any of the apps that we've got. Uh, we've we noticed this afternoon that you can actually leave a comment on a specific part of our podcast. Too. Get so out of town. If, so if you want to comment on something we say, head on to SoundCloud and uh, pick the moment, and you can comment on there. But like, also oh. check us out on iTunes, any of the um, the podcast apps. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There should be Sporting Woods. I go through pod- Podcast Addict. Is my app. 
Yeah, rate us, leave, leave a comment. A, yeah, rate and read. Definitely, even if if you like us, even if you don't at the like moment, us. At the moment, we're sitting idle at number fourth, uh, highest listened to in, in Australian podcast about cricket. So, uh, you know, that's that's been fun. But uh, we're looking at we're looking at top score four. You know, coming in at four is not no good. I, I want to open. Yeah, and I just really, really don't like sports journalists. So, <laughs> you know, anything that has and that's what I mean. It's not about me being ahead of him. If you want to come on and talk, you know, just as long as those wankers aren't there. <laughs> Have a good one. Uh, peace, guys. And then make like a Hello. Oh, this is the new mixer. Hello. Yeah. G'day, kids. It looks nice. It looks real nice. Yeah, Getting out. And you got yeah. a gang yeah. up here as yeah. well. No, boys, no, boys, no, boys. No, what no, like no. this, this, this. Too much out. 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 Let me love John. Let me John. John. What a catch! What a catch! I thought you were singing the song, Bill. <laughs>